I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. It's right, guys. Your ears aren't deceiving you. This is actually a lawn care podcast episode. It's crazy. After five weeks of only doing the Faith Friday episodes, I'm actually putting out an actual run-of-the-mill business episode. Guys, your, uh, your ears are not deceiving you. This is, it's really here. It's really here. All right, guys, joking aside, today I want to talk to you about what is the best mower to buy for your business? What is the best zero turn, your main mower? What is the best main mower to buy for your business? All right, so this is, uh, we've got a couple caveats here that I want to start off with because, you know, we have to, we have to put in some caveats here because everybody is at a different level in business. So I don't want to throw everyone under the bus or lump everyone into the same category. So if you're just starting out, you don't even have any clients yet, I would suggest just going out and getting a push mower and starting there and building your way up. I don't really care if you use debt or not, but start with that push mower and a trimmer and a blower and build your way up and and save that money for your next machine, right? That's If you're just starting out, that's where you should be. In, in my opinion, other people are going to tell you if you can get 0% financing, you know, under your own name or whatever, and get a zero turn mower, do that. And while yes, that might be okay advice, but if you're starting at the bottom, no clientele at all, you're taking on a whole lot of risk there. And I, I don't like risk. So I would encourage you just to start with a, a cheap trimmer, a cheap blower, and a cheap push mower and build up from there. Build up your clientele. Build your business to where you can't push mow anymore and you need to go past that number, whatever it is, whether it's 25 clients, whether it's 30 clients, whether it's 10 clients. If you're making enough money where you've saved up enough so you can expand that business and put and even get a loan, even if you need to get a loan, if you have people contacting you and you're turning them down because you can't take on the work, that is a time when, okay, you look at how much money you've got coming in and you should be paying yourself something out of that money. Okay. Don't ever run a business where you're not paying yourself. You have to pay yourself a paycheck. I don't care if it's $10 a week you have to get in the habit of paying yourself because if you don't start there, you're going to continue on that way and you're going to get the short end of the stick. If you start hiring people, you're going to be like, well, I got to pay these people first. No, you need to pay yourself first. You have all the risk. You have all the risk in this business. Your employees have no skin in the game. They don't have any risk. 
They can go get another job. You own this business. So you need to pay yourself first. And then you pay them. So I don't care if you're, if you're starting at the bottom and you've got one client. I don't care if you pay yourself $5 a week. I don't care. You've got to get in the habit of writing yourself a paycheck. All right. So we're going to kind of exclude the the starting at the bottom people. And we're going to exclude the starting, you know, the big businesses like the $1 million, you know, even $150,000 business, because here's the deal. Well, maybe not the 150, maybe the $300,000 business. Cause I know there are some solo guys out there that are crushing it and they're making, you know, $200,000 a year with their solo business. So I don't want to exclude those guys, but the, the companies that have, you know, multiple crews, okay. Multiple crews. They're not a solo person. This podcast is typically geared to solo, to solo operators because that's what I am. And that's what I know. So that we're going to exclude those, those, you know, larger companies that have multiple crews, one or more, or, you know, two, two or more crews. We're going to eliminate them because they have enough cash flow where it doesn't really matter. Okay. But for this conversation, which mower should you buy for your, for your business? All right. If you're a solo guy, if you've got your own crew, if you're still going out in the truck and you've got a crew of two or three but you're still in the field, I'm talking to you. Okay. So what mower is the best mower to buy for your business? And most people, most influencers, most people that put out content today are going to tell you, purchase the mower, whatever mower it is from a dealer that is closest to you that has good customer service. That's the number one thing they're going to say is brand doesn't matter. And it really doesn't brand doesn't matter. Purchase the mower from a dealer that's close to you with good customer service. And sometimes that's true. But as we, as I get further and further in this business, that is becoming less and less true. And here's why. Because dealers are catering more and more to the residential side of lawn care. Why? Because they sell way more products to the residential clients than they ever will to a commercial operator. Why? Because commercial mowers are built better. They're built heavier duty. They break down less. Now, some of you might disagree with this. In my opinion, they break down less. Commercial operators are not going to pay to take their mower in and have the hydro fluid changed. They're not going to take it in to have the oil changed. They're not going to take it in to have certain things fixed. They're not going to take their mower blades to the dealer to have them sharpened. So in, in the dealer's instance, who are you going to, who are you going to target? Because the, the commercial clients, they're doing at least half of the repairs on their own. 
because they're trying to save money. They're trying to make money with this machine. If you're taking your machine to the dealer for every little thing, you're losing a lot of money there because it's, it's, it's expensive. So the, the dealer knows that you're going to work. You're going to try to fix 50% of the breakdowns that you have on your own. They know this. They also know that most, most of the, the breakdowns that happen on a residential zero turn mower, a homeowner is not going to try to fix that because they probably don't know how. And most of the parts on a zero turn mower are throwaway parts. They're made of plastic. They're not very strong. The dealer also knows that these homeowners are probably going to pay them to come pick up the machine at least once a year, do all the maintenance on it, sharpen the blades, do whatever they got to do, and then the dealer will bring it back to them and drop it off at their house. They're going to pay for that. Homeowners typically pay for that because they don't want to mess with it. Business owners, on the other hand, they're going to do all that little maintenance themselves for the most part, unless you've got a dealer just up the road. Like most people, most business owners are just going to do that stuff themselves because they don't want to pay for that. They don't want to pay someone to do that. It's expensive, but a homeowner, if they can pay to have that thing serviced once a year, because, you know, they're only using it 25, 26, 27 times a year, they're going to do that. The dealer knows that they're making way more money off of the purchase of one of these residential zero turns than they are off of a commercial mower. And so it just stands to reason that that dealer is going to place priority, higher priority on the residential side of the business than on the commercial side. Now, some dealers, some, some companies like say Skag, Skag does have residential line, but they have a small residential line. They don't have a ton of mowers like Toro has a huge residential line. Skag has a pretty small residential line in comparison. So Skag is probably going to prioritize um, the lawn care business side. But you've got companies like Gravely, Toro, Xmark. Um, you've got, there's so many others, uh, Husqvarna, all of those other dealers, they're probably going to prioritize the homeowner side because they get paid more money. They want to keep those clients happy. The commercial side, they know they're going to make less money off of you as a business owner because they know you know how to do some of the maintenance yourself. So what I have found in my experience with my dealers in my area is that I, I have no priority over anything else. If I bring my mower in and it breaks down, it does not matter to them that I have 50 clients to service. I, I am brought in in the order that it was received. So there is no priority 
placed on 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 lawn care businesses, landscaping businesses. There's no priority placed on that. You're you're repaired on the order that you were received, and usually, my mowers, my Toro especially, it will not even get looked at. They will not even assess it for at least two weeks at my dealer. At least. And I've had it up to four weeks before it was even looked at or assessed for repair. And then they usually have to order a part. Now, what I have found, because if you listen to this podcast for a while, you know that I also own a Bradley mower. And the Bradley mower has quickly become my main mower. And it's not due to cut quality or build quality or any anything like that. It is due to the fact that Bradley Mowers, the manufacturer, stands behind their product. If I have an issue with my Bradley Mower, I contact the manufacturer and the manufacturer will ship the part within two days. I can call the manufacturer and I can talk to an engineer who knows the mower inside and out, who can explain to me just by me telling them what's, what the issue is, they can explain to me what needs to be repaired or what it sounds like. And I can, I can shoot them a video and send it to them. I can do all sorts of things and they move quickly. Bradley Manufacturing, Bradley Mowers moves very quickly when you contact them and say you have an issue with your mower. You have no way to contact Toro Manufacturing. You have to go through the dealer. You are forced to go through the dealer. With Bradley Mowers, I don't have to go through the dealer. Now, Bradley Mowers has a little bit of a different, um, a different, uh, what do you want to call it? A different business model, I guess. They do have some dealers, but they don't have a lot of dealers. And so they understand that. They give you a very detailed manual for your machine a very detailed manual. It has every single part listed in that manual that is on your mower. And Bradley mowers are wide open machines that are easy to work on. And so I did have one issue with my Bradley mower and Bradley mowers sent some guys from Illinois to Michigan to fix my machine because they said it was just easier for them to send these guys out to repair this particular issue with their guys from the factory rather than try to send me to a dealer that's close by to fix the issue. Now, this was not a Bradley dealer. This was just a normal Briggs and Stratton dealer. So they came, fixed the mower in my driveway within two, three hours maybe, and they were done. And so I was really appreciative of that. Now, again, they don't do that for everything. And they don't do that for for everyone. 
depending on where you're located. I was close enough here in Michigan that they felt comfortable doing that. And I was shocked. And this has nothing to do with me having a podcast or a YouTube channel or Instagram. They've done this with other things with other people. But you can't expect that if Bradley Mowers, if you don't have a Bradley dealer near you, that they will do their best to explain how to fix it, or they will contact a dealer close to you for a Briggs and Stratton dealer, because that's usually what Bradley Mowers uses is Briggs and Stratton, and they will explain to the dealer how to fix the issue. Even if they don't, if they don't uh, specifically repair Bradley mowers. They can usually fix the issue. And so uh, just with my experience with Bradley mowers over the last year, I have learned looking back on my experience with my Toro dealer and another, my Gravely dealer, which I do have a Gravely mower, but I really want to get rid of it. I might get rid of that this spring. But anyway, it's a residential mower. It's a zero turn. You know, it doesn't cut the greatest, but it works. It only gets used a couple times a week. So it's not that big of a deal. But I would really like to be more efficient with that. Even if it's just a couple times a week, it saves, you know, maybe 30 minutes, whatever. It might be worth it. So just with my experience with these dealers over the years, I have learned that I'm not a priority. My business isn't a priority. My repair isn't a priority over anything else, which I get it. It doesn't necessarily need to be, but they're so jam-packed with residential repairs that they can't get you in. Now, on the flip side, when you look at Bradley Mowers and uh, what they do, their business model, yes, they have dealers, yes, If there's a dealer in your area, you can obviously take your mower to the dealer to get it fixed, but they also have a, a, a avenue where you can go, you can fix this machine yourself and you can order the part directly from Bradley mowers. They will send it to you within two to four business days, something like that. They ship it very quickly. I've talked to a lot of guys that own Bradley mowers and they, they swear by Bradley because it's so fast to get a part. When I order a part with my Toro dealer, it takes up to a week to two weeks to get that part in because they're not just sending that order. As soon as they get the order, they're waiting to get enough orders to send it all at once to Toro Manufacturing, and then on the same day of the week, once a week, they get a parts order from Toro. And that's when your your part comes in. And then it's on the dealer to call you to let you know your part is in. And I've had it before where the dealer waited a week to call me to let me know that the part was in. I've had a Toro dealer put the tires on my mower on backwards, literally backwards. They flipped the mowers around. So the rim was on improperly. And I told them when I picked up the mower, I said, those tires aren't right. 
and they said, yeah, they're right. That's right. That's absolutely right. The tires were 12 inches outside the mowing deck, and they could not tell that the tires were on wrong, that the wheels were on wrong. This is a, tor- a, a certified Toro dealer, and they couldn't tell that the, the, the wheels on the back of the mower were on opposite of what they should be. I had to, luckily the owner came out of the building, the owner of the business. And I said, these tires aren't on. He asked what the, what the issue is. And I said, these tire, these wheels aren't on right. And he looked at it and he's like, yeah, they're on right. And I said, no, look at it again. They're not on right. He looked at it again and he's like, oh man, get this thing back in there. Get those. He wasn't going to believe me as the customer. He was going to trust his mechanics who put the tires on the wheels on wrong. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's your dealer having dealer support is not the end all be all. Now, I've heard of some really great dealers out there. I've heard of some fantastic dealers out there. That is not the majority of the dealers in this country. It's not. I have three dealers that are close to me. I've bought from two of them. It is the same with both of them. It takes at least two weeks to look at the mower. It takes another two weeks to fix the mower. And then it sometimes takes them a week to call you to let you know that the mower is done. The other dealer had a really quite a bad reputation. And I went in there one time to see about buying a belt or some blades. And they were so rude to me. I just said, no, forget it. I'm, I'm done. I'm not coming back here. And I didn't go back. That's the dealers that I have in my area. So what are you left to do? If, if you, you know, everyone in, in our community, in this lawn care community says dealer support, dealer support. It's a bunch of bull crap because nine times out of 10, you're not going to have good dealer support. You're just not. Because what I consider good dealer support and what the dealer considers good dealer support are two very different things. And so I don't want this to be an ad for Bradley mowers, but I keep going back to them because of the way they run their business. And it's the same way I run my business. And it's probably the same way you run your business with good quality customer service. And so buying a new mower, it is not about dealer support today. It's not. Because I'm telling you what, if I have to wait four weeks to get my mower fixed or even looked at in some instances, I can't do that. And most of the time you can't do that. So I need a different type of business model where I can call up the manufacturer and I can say, Hey, this broke on my mower. I need, I need a new part and they will get it out to me within two days. 
that is the kind of model that I need. When a client calls me and says, hey, you missed grass or something here on, on my property, I don't wait four weeks to go take care of it. I take care of it the same day or the next day because I'm not going to treat my clients that way. You are the client of the manu- the, the dealer that you purchased your mower from, and they're treating you like junk. Now, in, in most cases, they have to, right? They can't help it because there's a limited number of mechanics. There's a limited number of, uh, uh, there's a whole host of things that are down the line that the dealer can't really control. And I get that. That's why I, I really like the Bradley Mowers, the Bradley Mowers model where you can contact the manufacturer and order the part yourself. I don't have to go through a dealer. They don't make that mandatory. And that is what I really appreciate about Bradley Mowers. Does Bradley Mowers cut the best out of all the mowers I've used? Absolutely not. They don't. Do they cut pretty good? Yeah, they do. But what I like about Bradley Mowers is that I can call them order a part, have it within two to three days, I can have my mower back up and running within four days of it breaking down. My mower would sit at the dealer for two weeks. That's 14 days before they even look at it. That's the difference. That's the difference. So I do not preach dealer support anymore. I used to say, you know, dealer support is number one. It's not because in most cases, you're not being supported very well. And so that's why I, I, I really thought long and hard about going with Bradley mowers. I really did because they didn't have dealers, a lot of dealers. They do have some, but they don't have a lot. And so I talked to other Bradley owners and I talked to them and, and picked their brain on how is it to work with Bradley mowers? Is it okay? Do What about downtime? And they all assured me, you will have less downtime than you would with your regular, your, your name brand mowers. And I'm telling you what, it's true. It's true. And so I don't preach, uh, you know, I don't say that anymore that, well, the best mower to get is the mower, the, the mower that's in your sold in your area with the best dealer support in, in nine times out of 10, you're going to have poor dealer support. And so I don't even say the best mower to buy is the mo- from the dealer in your area because it doesn't matter. What matters is that the manufacturer stands behind their product. Because when you go direct to the manufacturer, which you can do with Bradley Mowers, you can purchase your mower directly from Bradley Mowers. You could call them up today and order a mower. They will ship it to your nearest UPS warehouse and you can go pick it up. And it is a commercial mower. A commercial mower. And there's no bells and whistles there's there's no bells and whistles on a Bradley mower. You don't have the Tiger Eye electronics where 
you know, it reads all your stuff. You don't have that. You have a you have an hour meter. That's what you got. They basically took the mower back to bare bones and just did bare bones and it's all open. There's no plastic, anything like that. It's just open. You can reach in there and fix something. You can clean it out. There's you don't have to fight with with taking off panels and and trying to figure out where wires are going. It's all there. You can see it with your naked eye. It's amazing, guys. And again, I don't want this to be an ad for Bradley Mowers, but I've had such a good experience with Bradley Mowers that I don't want to go back to something like a Toro or a Gravely where I have to go through the dealer and I have to do that. Even when you order online from on the Toro website parts, that still goes through a Toro dealer. It still goes, the Toro dealer has to order the part and they usually send that order to the closest Toro dealer to you. That Toro dealer orders the part, then Toro has to send the part to the dealer and then the dealer will send the part to you. It's a bunch of wasted time. It's a bad model. And so that's why I like Bradley Mowers. Now, if there's another brand out there that does kind of the same thing, which is direct to consumer. I like that. I like it because you can contact them and and they'll listen to you. So here's the thing. I'm not going to say the best mower for you to buy is the one from your dealer that's closest to you, whatever brand they carry. I'm not going to say that. What I am going to say is do some research into the dealer in your area or dealers in your area. Doesn't matter what mower they sell. That is true. It doesn't matter what mower they sell. They're basically all the same. They all make tall grass short. They basically use most of the same parts. Um, you would be surprised. Most of them use the same transaxles. Most of them use the same spindles. It, a lot of it is the same. All right, but the differences are, does the dealer prioritize lawn care businesses, landscaping businesses, commercial, do they prioritize commercial over residential, and do they take care of you? What is their turnaround time for repairs? What, what are those things like? You have to do your research into that. And the only way to get a straight answer for that is to find people that actually utilize this dealer, clients, customers, not the dealer itself, because they can tell you all sorts of lies. It is customers themselves. Ask them, you know, what's the turnaround time? The last time you had your mower in there, what was the turnaround time? Um, did, did they have any issues with getting parts? Were, were they nice? Were they, were they helpful? Or did they berate you and treat you like your second class? All these things. But again, you can't go to the dealer with these questions. You need to find customers of these dealers. You can read reviews all day long. People pay for reviews. 
I just had, I just got an, a spam email from somebody on Instagram the other day asking me if I wanted to hire them to do reviews, like website reviews, any kind of review. I'm like, heck no. I want real reviews. I don't care if it's a bad review or not. I want real reviews because I want people to understand that I'm a real business and I want them to understand that I have a quality service. So it's, it's difficult. It is difficult to find a good dealer that you can actually trust is going to service you very well. And so that's what I would tell you is if you want dealer support, if it's just something you have to have, like it's a non-negotiable for you, you have to find customers of that dealer to find out if they really do what they say they're going to do. Because nine times out of 10, like I said before, that is not true. What they're telling you is not true. My dealer told me that the typical turnaround time when I purchased my Toro Multiforce, they told me the typical turnaround time for a repair in our dealership is a week to two weeks. That turnaround time went from a week to two weeks to four to six weeks because I had to take my, my mower in there to get it repaired the, a year after I bought it. And it was in there for four weeks. What happened to the, the one to two week turnaround time? It went out the window as soon as I bought that machine. So you cannot trust what the dealer tells you. They're trying to earn your business in whatever way possible. And honestly, turnaround time only matters to the commercial operator. The reason that's that's the case is because residential people, they can call up a commercial operator and say, Hey, my mower's in the shop. I need you to come and mow my lawn this week. And we can do it. We will probably give them a higher rate, but we can do that. And the homeowner's fine. They can stand that longer turnaround time. We, as a commercial operator, we cannot because that's how we make our money. So that's why I like Bradley mowers because it's a much shorter turnaround time. Does it take more effort on my part? Yes, I have to repair my own machine. But I'm also learning about my machine. I'm also understanding for the next time that I have to repair something on my machine, which I haven't had to do yet. I haven't had to make a single repair on my machine other than the the engine issue and it was actually a Briggs and Stratton issue where the the oil fill was leaking and so it was under the engine I couldn't get to it I didn't know how to fix it Bradley mowers had had this issue before with the Briggs and Stratton engines due to COVID stuff Uh, that's what they told me anyway was that this was like a COVID manufacturing error And so they had to repair these things. And so that they knew how to repair it. So they came out and fixed it. I haven't had an issue since. The only repair that I've had to do so far is to repair the, well, not even repair. I switched out the front casters. They, they come with air caster, caster wheels. And I switched those out to 
run flats. That's the only thing I've had to do on the Bradley mower. So, and I've had it for a year. It's got 300 and some hours on it and it runs like a top. It really does. And it works great. So I, I haven't had the experience of having to, other than the engine issue, I haven't had to contact Bradley mowers for any repairs. And that is awesome. But you know what? Down the road, as this mower gets older, I, I, I anticipate having to do that. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I know from, from experience with Bradley mowers and ta- from talking to other people that use Bradley mowers that I can trust the process with Bradley mowers and they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And I really appreciate that about that particular company. If you find a dealer that is going, going to support you by all means, if you have done your research and your homework and they have proven to you through servicing other people that they stand behind their product, number one, and that they have a short turnaround time, go for it. But in my experience, in my area, the typical turnaround time in my area for the, the dealers that are close, closest to me is four weeks. And I cannot, I cannot be down for four weeks. So that is why I went with Bradley Mower. So again, just to reiterate, I do not preach dealer support. I don't because most likely you're not going to get it. I don't preach brand loyalty. I, I've had a, a Toro. I've had a Bradley and I've had a, a, a Gravely and they're all basically the same. And I've had a couple of residential zero turns as well in there. I've had a Hustler zero turn and I've had a, um, a, what was it? A Husqvarna zero turn. So I've had some experience with mowers. They're all relatively the same. And you're going to typically run into the same issues with each mower. You might have a transaxle go out. You might have a spindle go out. It's all, they're all relatively the same. Most repairs are going to be the same. Usually you're not going to have an electrical issue. Like my friend Cameron Duncan out in Missouri, you may not have an electrical issue with your mowers like he's having with his Ferris mowers. But he's, he's had to deal with the dealer on all those things. And they have yet to be able to fix it. And so dealer support in that particular instance, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because they haven't been able to fix it. And so that's why I went with a brand that I can go directly to the manufacturer. A lot of people will say, and again, this is not an advertisement for Bradley mowers, but I do really enjoy working with Bradley mowers. Now, when I say working with Bradley mowers, I I've made some content with my machine. I am not sponsored by Bradley mowers. I don't get anything from Bradley mowers. They have given me nothing, but they stand behind their product. They are manufactured in the United States of America. I've heard, I can't tell you how many people I've, I've heard say that, oh, it's just Japanese junk. It is not. It is manufactured in the great state of Illinois and it is 
made and manufactured in the United States of America. So don't don't call it Japanese junk or Chinese junk. It is not. All right. So that's really what I wanted to say today. It doesn't matter the mower brand that you buy. And it doesn't matter if you have dealer support or not. If you go with the right company. If you go with the, a, a good manufacturer that will stand behind their product and will they'll communicate with you. That's what I've heard about right mowers too. I've heard this about right mowers that, and I've seen it online on Facebook. Ed Wright will answer questions. The CEO of Wright Mowers is on Facebook and he will answer questions that you might have about your mower on Facebook. So I know that Wright Mowers is responsive and they, they take their clients into mind and they, they really, really try to treat their clients as well as they can. I've never seen that from Toro. I've never seen that from Xmark. I've never seen that from Gravely. I've never seen that from Husqvarna. I've never seen it from all these other people. I have seen it from Bradley Mowers. I've seen that a lot from Bradley Mowers. So the the two brands that I would focus on if I was you is Wright Mowers with Wright Manufacturing and Bradley Mowers. I really would. Those are the two that I would focus on because... They are responsive from the manufacturer. You don't have to deal well with right. You do have to deal with the dealer with Bradley mowers. You do not have to deal with a dealer if you don't want to. And so that's, that's the way I'm going now with stick equipment. You still got to deal with the dealer because there's none that I know of that you don't have to go through a dealer for, but I'm telling you what, my experience with Bradley mowers has been fantastic and I've heard a lot of good things about right manufacturing. I have, I don't have any experience with them, but from what I hear from customers, their, their experience with right mowers has been fantastic. So that's what I wanted to say today, guys, there is no one right mower for you and there is no real good dealer support in my opinion. You can have okay dealer support, but it's not going to be as good as going direct to the manufacturer where they can ship you that product or that, that part that you need within two, two business days. You can have it in your hands and you can be repairing your machine and you can be up and running within three to four days. That is where it's at in my opinion. So that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I know I kind of rambled on a little bit, repeated myself a little bit. Welcome to the club. That's what, that's what this is about. Um, guys, I thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.